What's up, mortals? This is Austin Myths and Monsters, here to learn you a thing or two. In this episode, I'll be telling the story of Nwamp Funla, an animal character that originates in Mozambique. Now, whatever animal you think Nwamp Funla is, you're wrong, because you definitely weren't thinking that he's a hare. Unless, of course, you happen to speak Songa, well, then good for you, because I can barely speak English. Now, as everyone knows, the lion is the king of all the animals. Even though the elephant is almost 30 times larger and can definitely take any lion in a one-on-one -on -one fight, packs of lions have been documented to take down elephants when food is particularly scarce, which is just fucking wild to me. Like, who wants to fight a 14,000-pound monstrosity with giant-ass tusks and a prehensile nose? It doesn't matter. The lion is king. Like any good ruler, the lion has a ton of servants and advisors. Nwamp Funla the hare is one of his loyal servants. Anything the king asks, he will do. One day, the king decides he wants to go on a journey, so he orders all of his servants to come along with him. It's a huge parade of animals because the king has so many fucking servants. The lion's advisors stop him and say, we should camp here for the night. There is a tree full of delicious fruit. This will be a good place. And the lion says, yes, I agree, but also this is my fruit tree and no one else can have any of it. Go look for food elsewhere, but this tree is mine. And everyone else is like, what the fuck, man? You don't even eat fruit. It's not a meat tree. You're just being an asshole. But the lion is king and gets to be an asshole whenever he wants. So the other animals put down the stuff they've been carrying and put out their sleeping mats. They go out to search for their own food since they aren't allowed any of the kings. Nwamp Funla calls the king's advisors over to him and says, I'm concerned about this fruit tree. You see, if someone were to steal the fruit, they'll think I did it. They'll all be like, that darned rabbit thinks he can steal the king's fruit. And the advisors say, no one would actually say that. Like, why do you even think that? And Nwant Funla assures them, oh, I just have a feeling. So you're going to take this big-ass mortar we brought and put it over me so that's impossible for me to get out until morning. And they're just like, fine, whatever, weirdo. And they laugh as they flip the mortar over and drop it on top of the hair. Now that Nwant Funla has established his perfect alibi... The next step is to wait. He waits until all of the other animals have fallen asleep. Once they are, he sneaks himself out of the mortar. He checks around the campsite to make sure they're all sleeping soundly. And they are because all of the animals have eaten their full of food, which found in other trees that weren't the lions, which means the area was ripe with food. There was no reason to go through all of this trouble to steal the lion's fruit unless he was purposely being super rebellious or something. So Nwant Funla takes a basket and quietly climbs the lion's tree and eats all of the fruit in the tree. Whenever he finishes one and all that's left is the pit, he tosses it in the basket. Then he climbs down the tree, sneaks over to the elephant, and fucking plants the basket on him. So now he's got an alibi and a fall man. The rabbit really has thought of everything for his crime. His crime of stealing fruit from the only tree in an area littered with fruit trees that he isn't allowed to take fruit from. So he goes back under the mortar and waits until morning. When the, sun when the sun comes up, he starts yelling out for the advisors that he's still stuck and he needs to be let out. They laugh as they lift the mortar off of him and say, oh, we almost forgot about you. Mont Funla comes out as if he's been sleeping all night, looks over at the lion's tree and shouts, holy shit, look at that. I knew someone would steal all the king's fruit. So glad I asked to be put under the mortar so that there's no way I could do it. Yep, it's definitely anyone but me. 
The lion is super pissed because all the fruit he wasn't going to eat are now gone, and now he can't eat them even though he wasn't going to in the first place. I guess it's just nice to have options. The lion is demanding to know who dared to steal his fruit. He has all the animals line up, but no one knows anything. Mont Funless speaks up, I know how to catch this villainous, but no doubt handsome and genius culprit. We must dig a trench. Well, the other animals who don't come up with great villain catching ideas must dig a trench. And then each animal will jump over the trench, and if anything suspicious happens, we'll know who did it. And the lion is too angry to question why this would somehow possibly work, so he agrees to it and makes all of the other animals dig a big trench for them to jump over. One by one, all the animals jump the trench without anything happening. The lion jumps, the hare jumps, the leopard jumps, the, I don't know, fucking camel jumps. Nothing happens. One by one, they're going through the line until it's the elephant's turn. The elephant, the patsy, the full man. The elephant jumps over the hole and boom, the basket full of pits falls out from wherever the hare hit it. Nwant Funla shouts, look, the elephant has a basket full of pits. He's the cowardly thief who dared to steal from the lion. The elephant is like, look at me. Do I look like I can climb a fucking tree? Also, it's a miracle I even jumped over the pit now because I'm the only mammal that can't jump. Our bones aren't meant for it. But the important thing is that elephants can't climb trees. Mont Funla isn't going to let things like facts screw up his perfect crime. So he shouts, yeah, but elephants are 13 feet tall and have those long dick noses to grab stuff with. Dick nose definitely took the fruit. So the lion declares, death to dick nose and they execute the elephant. The lion gives Mwamp Funla a big piece of elephant meat to carry with him. It's a snack for later, and all the animals move out and continue on their journey. While this is happening, Mwamp Funla keeps falling further and further back. He's got this big-ass piece of meat, and he's only a tiny little rabbit. He's really struggling under the weight. He's also struggling with the weight of another animal's blood on his hands. The elephant was killed because of the crime the hare committed and the evidence that he planted. So Nwant Funla is crying and talking to himself. The elephant didn't eat any of the lion's fruit, but they killed him anyway. Eventually, the lion stops and sees that Nwant Funla is lagging really far behind. He asks, him what's, he asks him what's wrong, and the hare tells him how the meat is too heavy to carry. So the lion splits it and gives a large chunk to one of the bigger animals, which he probably should have just given to the two in the first place, and the smaller piece goes back to the hare. They carry on, but again, Mwant Funla is falling behind. The piece of meat is still too heavy, and so is the burden of carrying around the knowledge that he killed an innocent animal. He starts talking to himself again. I ate the fruit, not the elephant. He wouldn't do that. He had such a big heart. It weighed over 40 pounds. Again, the lion notices his servant lagging behind, and again goes to see what's up. And again, the meat and crushing reality of the situation are too heavy for the little hare to carry. So the lion tells the hare to instead carry his bundle of assegai since they are light. Assegai are short spears or javelins. And he tells the hare to walk in front of him so that he can make sure he doesn't fall behind anymore. Now out in front, the physical burden has lessened, but the emotional burden is still as heavy as ever. Nwant Funla starts singing a song he made up about the elephant while he's walking right in front of the fucking lion. They killed the elephant even though he did nothing wrong. They kill him even though he ate none of the lion's fruit. 
They killed him, but it was I who ate the fruit. The gestation period of an elephant is about 22 months. And the lion is like, what the fuck did you just say? You want fun? The response, I know, 22 months. Can you imagine? That's so long to be pregnant. And the lion is like, no, that's a super interesting fact, but that's not what I meant. You're the real fruit thief. Everyone, get him. So all the animals chase after Nwantfunla, but none are able to catch him. He finds a hole and burrows, burrows himself into it. All the other animals surround the hole and decide to use a stick to try and hook him out. They stick it in the hole and they manage to hook his leg. The rabbit yells, oh, you think you can catch me by hooking roots? So the animals actually give up, unhook the stick and pull it out to try again. When they manage to actually hook roots, the rabbit yells, oh, ow, you got me. No, please, no, let go. And all the animals pull with all their might until the root breaks and they all fall over each other like an episode of the Three Stooges. This happens another time where the animals hook the rabbit. He laughs at them, so they give up. And then they hook a root, and when he screams, they all fall over each other, yanking a root out of the ground. The lion is yelling, I'm going to eat the shit out of that little bastard. And Wapfunda is like, yeah, but you'll have to catch me first, but you can't because I'm the hare, the greatest of all the animals, which are real big words coming from someone hiding in a hole. The rest of the animals grow real tired of all the taunts. So the lion decides that if he's so happy in the hole, then he can just stay there forever. They plug up the hole with grass and then they leave. Nwantfunla struggles against the grass, but he can't move it enough to free himself. And he's stuck in the hole feeling very sorry for himself. I don't feel bad because he totally brought this on himself. He got the largest land mammal killed in the process. Eventually, he's in the hole so long that he can't control his hunger and eats one of his ears. It satisfies him for a while, but after some time, hunger sets in again and he eats one of his legs. Again, he's satisfied for a while, but eventually he gets thirsty. He decides to eat his eye so he can drink all the tears stored up in there, which is not how eyes work, I'm pretty sure. Next, a great storm comes, which knocks the grass loose. Nwantfunla crawls out of his hole and finds nothing around but a beehive. He takes some wax, shapes it into little horns that he puts on his head, for reasons. He limps off to the lion's house. As he approached the animals gathered to see who it is, they think it must be Nwantfunla the hare. And Nwantfunla is like, nonsense, I don't know this Nwantfunla. I don't know who he is, but he sounds very handsome. Tell me, did clever Nwantfunla have only one ear? Did agile Nwantfunla have only three legs? Did charming Nwantfunla have only one eye? Did big dick Nwantfunla have two little horns on his head? And the animals have to concede that Nwantfunla didn't have any of those things. The rabbit continues, of course not. I'm a special hare from a special society of special hares. You are all privileged to even lay eyes on me. And even with only three legs, one ear, and one eye, I can still run faster, see further, and hear better than any of you schmucks. I am truly the greatest servant a king can ask for. And the lion is like, wow, those do seem like good qualities to have in a servant. A good king needs a good servant like you. And so the hare starts back at square one, but now he's missing a bunch of body parts. That's the end of the episode. Like and subscribe for more elephant facts. Did you know an elephant has a six foot long dick? That's taller than most people. That's in my search history now. Also, my website is up, awesomemythsandmonsters.com. Go read some myths there. They're fucking great. I'm good at this.